the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Look at Psalm 116. We're going to start at the 12th verse. It says this. Amen. Many people say David wrote this. Others are debating. Well, I don't know if David wrote this, but we're going to say King David said this when he was writing. He said, what shall I render to the Lord or what shall I give to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Let that sit on you for just a moment, because it's so easy for us to focus in on what we don't have. Let me bless you with that. Let me love on you for a moment. You'll never have enough. You'll always deal with the check engine light. You'll always deal with something going wrong at the house. Whether it's the AC, whether it's the heat, whether it's the floor and whether there's a scratch on the wall, there is something that you're going to find wrong at work. There's something you're going to find wrong with your clothes. You ordered it online because you saw how good it looked on Facebook. The way it just flowed. You bought it and put it on and immediately your self-esteem dropped like a rock in the water. I realized something with me. I'm going to talk to y'all real quick because some of y'all like taking pictures. If you're taking pictures of me, take front angles. Don't take side angles. Take front. Do not post a side angle on me. Front only. Because I don't care how good you look, you're going to find something wrong, man. Man, I was looking sharp. Man, who took that picture? They were not up high. They were not up high. So the enemy wants us to focus in on what's wrong, what's not right, and the things that are missing, and the things that are not happening the way you thought they would happen, and the disconnects in life, and the pains in life. And, 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 and when we look at that, remember, we've taught on this before, we become what we behold. That's why David said, I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. I want to behold who he is. I want to behold the joy of the Lord. I want to behold the peace of God. I want to behold. I know all this stuff is going on. I know, but I don't want to be frustrated and irritated and always talking about what's wrong. I want to talk about the goodness of the Lord. Because he, he went on to say, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm believing for miracles. I'm believing for breakthrough. Anybody in here believing for breakthrough? 
I'm believing for healing. I'm believing for what God's going to do. I'm, a, I'm standing at every door because I'm believing God to open doors that no man can shut. I'm not going to focus in on what's wrong. I don't want my wife to focus in on what's wrong with me. She'll be miserable. Focus in on what's right. I look like Denzel. Praise the name of Jesus. Focus in on that, baby. Focus in on that. I mean, be honest. You've allowed things to just affect you so much that even the people you're supposed to love, you they come by, you're like, ugh. Uh, why? Because we focused in on the wrong thing. We don't even like our kids no more. Kids come in, mommy, what? Just wondering, just wondering if there was dinner. I'm just wondering. Just. <laughs> We're frustrated. We're irritated because our focus is off. But David said, no, wait a minute. What should I render? What should I give back to the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? There's so many benefits. He woke me up this morning. His mercy was new this morning. His grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. His salvation is over my life. Even when I don't feel saved, I know I'm saved. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm blessed going in and coming out. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Devil's like, man, I thought I was going to get him. Ache in the back. Lord, thank you for a back. Ache in the foot. Lord, thank you for a foot. Hallelujah. Let me praise this ache out of here. Oh, Lord, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for a check. It may not be where I want it to be yet, but God, I'm going to thank you anyway. What should I render? What should I give back to the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? How can I repay him for all of his bountiful blessings, his dealings, all of his? You got to see it as bountiful. You got to see it as bountiful. I want to tell you about how I am as a father. And if I'm this way, God's this way. My son, he was going out to the movies the other day to watch uh, Minions, I believe it is. And he says, Dad, all of us are wearing suits to the movies. It, man, I'm gonna tell you, it was so cool to see them all in suits. I was like, "Well, you got a suit?" No, I don't. I don't have one. He says, "I've outgrown the suits," and so he said, "And this is what he said, Dad, Dad, don't mind. Never mind. I'll just wear a shirt and pants." But as a father, I couldn't let that go down. <laughs> so I ran into Ross, and it, let me tell you what happened. The Lord said, "Tim, you don't shop at Ross for your suits." I said, well, 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 I don't ball them up in the closet either. I hang mine. <laughs> I'm trying to have this con- I'm trying to have this conversation with God. Like, hold on, God, hold on. He said, no, when you go and need something, you, where do you go? I said, I like shopping at Macy's. Take your son to Macy's. You know, I'm like, I'm just so tired of you. I'm tired of you. I'm tired. I'm tired. So we, so we go into Macy's and my eyes are looking for clearance. Just clear. I'm telling the truth. 
So we go and I find a couple of jackets and I says, well, this one doesn't have a tag on it, but it's on the clearance rack. And this one has a tag on it. And I, I, I said, do you know what this is? is the brand? No. I'm like, OK. I said, we're going to get that anyway. I said, we're going to go up there and find out which one's the cheapest. <laughs> the least expensive. That's, the, that's what we're going to find out. So we went up there and we, they ran them and they told me which one, this one for a jacket alone, 150 for a kid. I'm like, what happened to the 39.99 deals? <laughs> but as, as a father, I was proud that now my son is going to be fitted. He's going to, I'm trying to get him stuff. I said, you want some cologne? No, I'm good, dad. Uh, 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 you want some shoes? And no, dad, we're majorities with these. <laughs> But as a father, man, I'm just excited about blessing my son. So, so we get in the car and I drive him to where he needs to drive to. And he has a suit jacket on and, and he's ready. I drop him off and he goes and has his fun. And I'm just excited. I'm more excited about him getting something that I'm not wearing than he is. Then the next day I pick him up because he, he stayed in uh, with his friends that night. I, I pick him up and, and, and I said, where's your jacket? He says, balled up in, in my backpack. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Son, I'm ready. I'm son. That's not how you do. And I hear the Lord going, how many things have you balled up that I've given you? I'm I'm, I'm getting tired of God just correcting me in the midst of. But what he was trying to bless me and help me says now your job is to not just love on him, but walk him through life and help him understand the things the way I've helped you understand the things that I need you to do. You don't know how to be pleasing. You don't know how to take care of what I've given you. You don't know how to celebrate the benefits, but I showed you how. Well, God, when did you show me when I took it all away? At that point, the conversation was over. Didn't want to be reminded anymore about how he took, just like, he said, when I removed some things, it made you appreciate the things. So now walk him through and help him understand the father's love. Because there's a response that God wants us to have in regards to the benefits that he's given us. And I'm not talking about material only. Yes, let's celebrate him with what he's given us materially, but let's celebrate him for the life and the testimony. How many of you got a testimony? He brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He could have left you there. He could have said, I'm going to use somebody else. But look what he's doing now. He's raising up murderers. He's raising up liars. He's raising up drug addicts and dealers. He's raising up individuals that were locked up. Look what he did for me. He saved the wretch like me. Amazing grace. So if you don't like my kind of praise, you're in the wrong place. Because you don't know what he brought me through. Could have lost my mind, but he kept me. Could have gave up, but he kept me. Oh, hallelujah. When I was headed in the wrong direction, he kept me. 
Hallelujah. When I confessed him as my savior, but I didn't live like he was my savior. He kept me. So what shall I render to the Lord? What should I give him for all of his bountiful blessings? I will lift up the cup of salvation and deliverance and call on the name of the Lord. That means I'm going to constantly have my praise and my worship before me. I'm never going to allow my praise and my worship to be hindered by life's circumstances. The writer had just went through some grief. He said, listen, I've been through some sorrow. I'm going through some stuff, but I'm never going to allow my praise and my worship to be hindered by what I'm going through because I'm going to go through stuff. I'm going to experience some stuff, but my praise is going to be common before the Lord. I'm going to praise him. Hallelujah. No matter what. Hallelujah. Well, I don't care. I'm going to praise God. So he says, I will lift up the cup of salvation. I'm going to always know that because of you, I am. Because of you, I am. And nothing shall separate me from your love. Hallelujah. That is found in Christ Jesus. Nothing shall separate me. You have set me apart for your glory. I will pay my vows to the Lord. Yes. In the presence of all of his people. I can worship God at home, but I don't want to. I want to worship God in front of you. I want to worship God with you, Tina. You know why? I want you to know what God's done for me. Yeah, I can praise him in the house, but only the refrigerator going to see it. I want to praise him in the house of the Lord. That's why I came running when they said unto me, let us go into the house. I came to praise the name of Jesus. And so much is going on right now. And it is a trap by the enemy to keep you bound. And the Bible says this, the Bible says this, do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Don't allow the enemy to entangle you again with life's frustrations. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord. So I looked at this and I said, what is, what can I give back to God? What can I give back? God, what do you want the most? And we're going to, over the next few weeks, talk about the different things we can give. But today we're going to deal with this one thing. I looked up, I said, God, what do you, what can I give to you that that's pleasing to you? You know, I'm thinking, you know, what kind of offering, what kind of offering, what kind of offering? I know I can't give you money because you have all the cattle on a thousand hills. Everything is yours. So you know, as I give, Lord, I'm not given to compete with you because there's no competing with you. So what can I give? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, God, what else can I build or what else can I pastor? Or what else can I do? He says, Tim, I want your obedience. David Guzik said this. He said, problems are common, but the benefits of God only belong to those who trust God. Because if you're obedient to God, you're trusting him. If you're obedient to God, you're trusting him. So when I talk about, when the scripture is talking about what shall I render? Okay, let me start with my obedience. Because obedience allows me to praise God no matter what. I'm going to experience some grief. We, we, we got some bad news from Concord, just like the writer was going to deal with some stuff. He says, he says, but, but I'm going to still praise God. Why? Because I'm giving you my obedience. Now, obedience is something that we learn by nature. The Bible talks about this, that we are sinful and unholy. 
Think about it. Nobody even taught us how to lie. We just knew how to lie. Nobody taught or taught us how to get into mischief. We just got into mischief. Obedience is a learned attribute. I have to bring this body. I have to bring myself under subjection to the will of God. Now, what is the will of God? You're not going to know without studying the word of God. Study to show yourself approved, not as a teacher, not as a preacher, but approved unto God, a workman that's not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I'm studying the word of God so that God, I can be pleasing to you. Because look what he told. He, he told Solomon this. He shows up to Solomon. He says, hey, say, he says, I want you to know who I am. I, I love how God is like this. He says, I want you, first off, I want you to know who I am. He says, if I, if I shut up heaven, there'll be no rain. If I call for the locusts, they'll devour the land. If I call for pestilence, they'll come and plague the people. He said, I want you to know who I, I want you to understand who we are serving. We are serving a God whose eyes are in all places beholding the evil and the good. We're serving a God that's high and lifted up. Hallelujah. The writer said, I looked up and I saw the Lord and he was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. I told a church in Reno that I said, listen, I'm going to tell you this. I said, we talk about, oh, the presence of the Lord was in the church today. I said, just a smidget of his presence was in the house. Because if he showed up, the walls would fall down. There is no building that contain God, that can contain God. So when it talks about his train, his train filled the temple, it meant his outer garment, his outer garment. That means what we experience is God just waving his hand in. And the presence of the Lord is so great that even the tail end of his garment causes us to fall to our face. Don't take the presence of God for granted. Because not everybody's experiencing the presence. They may be experiencing some things, but they're not experiencing the presence. Don't take the presence of God for granted. But it requires us to give something in exchange for that. I got to give you my obedience. I got to give you my, I got to embrace your plans for me. I got to embrace what you have for me. So I looked at this, I said, what is obedience? Obedience is this, his word, submitting to his word, which we will find in his word, what? His purpose, our equipping, and our assignment. No, I want you all to receive this, look at this. We'll find his purpose, our equipping, and our assignment. That's important for us to understand because I'm no longer Living this life as I, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. The words that come out of my mouth now are words that I've asked God to, Lord, let my words be acceptable in your sight. Let the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let me handle my situations and my anxieties. Let me handle them in a way that's acceptable in your sight. How am I going to do that? God, I got to get in your word. I'm not getting in your word to be a theologian. Well, you know, the word of God says. 
Well, you know, you misquoted that. Let me let me tell you the history. By I don't care what you think the history is. I know what God is speaking to me through his word. So the word of God is a lamp unto my feet. It's showing me where I'm at. Am I still a gossiper? Thank you, Lord, for revealing that. Am I still a schemer? Yeah, thank you, God. See, I got a first... No, his purpose, his purpose is for me to live in the life that he called me to live in. And now I got to submit so he can equip me, equip me to be who you've called me to be. Show me by where I'm at, but, and I'm not going to be ashamed of anybody been taught to be ashamed. You don't even want to tell nobody what you've done or tell nobody where you're at. No, 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 stop it. No, no, God delivered me. Yeah, this is where I am, but this is not where I'm going to stay. I need some people around me that's going to pray me through. You don't know what I didn't been through. You don't know the abandonment and rejection that people didn't been through. Stop judging. Man, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avail much if we can go from judging to praying. If we can go from judging to worshiping, from judging to praising God, man, God can do anything. Oh, man. Hallelujah. So what do I need to give? God says this. He says this. He says this. I want you to give me your obedience. What God says to us, it prompts us to do what he says. I don't like everything I read. Anybody's, oh, 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 oh. Love my wife as you love the church. Oh. And gave yourself as a ransom. Maybe you weren't given that blueprint. What you saw growing up was selfishness, self-centeredness. That's your money and this is my money. You weren't taught how to provide. I'm talking to the men. You weren't taught. You weren't taught how to provide. You weren't taught how to, to give yourself away. We got a dog at the house now, y'all. We got a dog. <laughs> They, they used to say, pray my strength in the Lord. But you give yourself away and you know, you know, I see my daughter just walk out going outside to take her for a walk. I was get out. I'm like, okay, that's cute. The Lord is teaching me how to give myself away as a father. Hey, Pops, Evie wants to say hi to her Pops. I'm not Evie's Pops. (laughs) But for her sake, I'm like, oh, how you doing, daughter? (laughs) 
The word of God teaches us to do stuff we don't want to do. But what you got to understand is God's in tomorrow while you're still in today. If that's going to help my daughter graduate from college, man, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say get another dog. No, no, we're going to stay with one. We're going to stay with one. No, no. I'm not speaking that into existence in the name of Jesus. But whatever's going to help my daughter, what's going to help my son, what's going to put my wife at peace, whatever's going to, Lord, help me be the husband, help me be the father that can bring that to fruition. Because you gave yourself for me. I close with this John 17 and 17 says this. Jesus is praying to the father and he says this. He says, sanctify them in your word. Look what he says here. Look, he says, sanctify them in your word. And then he goes on to say, your word is truth. Sanctify means to be set apart. Lord, set them apart through your word. So as I study your word, as I study your word, I'm being set apart by your word. I'm being made different by your word. I'm being made peculiar, not by the church I go to, by your word. And he said, and you'll know the truth and the truth is going to do what? Set you free. So I study your word, chains fall off. As I study your word, bondages are loose. As I study your word, God, I'm free. To be what you call me to be. Because of who you are. Isn't that awesome? Because of who you are, not because of where I am. (laughs) Because of who you are, I give you worship. Because of who you are, I give you praise. I could be complaining because of where I am, but because of who you are. So what do I give? I give my obedience, my obedience in your word, obedience to your word. God, whatever you say to me, God, Bring me into alignment to your truth because your truth is what sets us free. Pick me up in your truth. Turn me around in your truth. Place my feet on solid ground in your truth so that I can be everything you've called me to be. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.